it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, in the words of WWE official Adam Pierce, it is official. We are now on the road to WrestleMania. This is your raw review for January 31st, 2022. And boy, oh boy, did we start things off real quick on the road to WrestleMania. Tonight, we talk about... Elimination Chamber, filling out all six spots for the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship, which was decided tonight, most of which by qualification matches. So bravo, bravo indeed. Only one person, well, technically two, (laughs) were spots that were just put in, but the other three were decided tonight by actual qualifying matches. We will get to all of those once we get started. Now, kicking off Raw tonight was with Adam Pierce in the ring, introducing us to the new WWE champion. We are back in the almighty era, Bobby Lashley, with MVP by his side coming out. And I want to say something. My God, Bobby Lashley. Seth Rollins, he... he, uh, he has some competition for uh, the best dressed. Uh, this man's drips getting uh, pretty outstanding every single week. So I love to see it. So Lashley's in the ring talking about how after two decades, he, you know, proved what he already knew that he was the best between him and Lesnar, that there was nothing that Lesnar could do. And of course, you speak his name three times and he appears like the boogeyman. Brock Lesnar comes out to the ring and Brock's dressed ready to fight. <laughs> so at this point I was like, all right. Well, are we going to have ourselves a WWE Championship match tonight? Cuz it wouldn't surprise me they've done stuff like this before, but Brock didn't end up challenging tonight. They were in Cincinnati, and obviously Cincinnati's been riding a high since Sunday after their victory. I won't call it an upset, a victory over the Chiefs, put themselves in their third ever Super Bowl, facing the LA Rams on the 13th. I am firmly on the side of Cincinnati. No offense to LA. I just, I like an underdog. They never won a championship before. They've only been to the the big dance twice, and they lost both times. So, sorry, guys. 
I'm rooting for him. It is just is what it is. But Bobby Tellenbrock, or MVP, I should should say, really, Tellenbrock, not going to happen. So Adam Pierce steps in and says, all right, fine. But you, know, you will be defending that title in the Elimination Chamber. And the first opponent will be none other than Brock Lesnar. Naturally, MVP and lastly, Furious. But it is what it is. It's official. And we move on. Our in-ring action tonight kicked off with the end of a rivalry that's been going for quite some time. It was the battle of the former teammates, the former WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. With Rhea getting the victory, snatching it from the jaws of defeat as Nikki actually almost had her. And then Rhea at the last minute able to uh, do a nice reversal, drop the, the riptide, and that was the end of it. So we'll see where this goes next. We'll see uh, how uh, Nikki can bounce back from this. If now she's going to start going towards the, I would assume, inevitable match with Molly Holly at WrestleMania, especially after how she reacted to Molly coming into the Royal Rumble. Um, I thought if that's not the best way to plant seeds for a WrestleMania match between the two of them, I honestly don't know what is. Um, I hope to God that we get an appearance from the Hurricane. Um, like to see who else would make an appearance for this. Um, and the rest of peace, Rosie. That would have been an amazing cameo as well, but we'll see. So tonight it was announced that we would have Rey Mysterio versus AJ Styles, as well as Kevin Owens versus Austin Theory tonight for two, the remaining three spots in the Elimination Chamber match. Now, AJ and Rey were to be the main event match, and KO and Theory would, would be a little later on tonight. So it'll be interesting to see how those matches end up. So. After that, we started off with our scooter race. As you remember, this is the second match, match, and I say that with quotation marks, um, in the Alpha Academy's scholar adventure, whatever the hell you want to call it. <laughs> so with RK Bro winning the Spelling Bee last week, they picked the scooter race. And let me tell you, sometimes you have utter nonsense going on on WWE programming, but if you do it correctly, it's gold. And the scooter race was absolutely outstanding. So we have Chad Gable and Riddle, who are your scooter athletes, I guess we'll say tonight. And they started off in the back. They had to do 50 laps around the arena, and the finish line would be near the commentary table. I'm like, okay. So who starts them off? Our truth because why not? National treasure. We need more R Truth sightings on television. So it just worked. After that, uh, we start going back to the therapy's office with Ms. Bliss having yet another session with her doctor. And I've noticed yet again for the third week in a row, slowly, Ms. Bliss is slowly and surely coming back to a more normal way of being 
which is interesting. It's like the effect of what's been happening to her is slowly starting to melt away, even though she's holding on to everything possible when it comes to Lily. I think that will be obviously the hardest part to break, but we'll see. It's It's been interesting. Uh, I wonder when she's eventually going to actually make a, her way back to the ring. Um, I would assume most likely either around or just after WrestleMania. Um, I've also noticed that a lot of people seem to be complaining about these segments. Now, I know that in the world today, everybody wants their instant gratification. They want things to be done immediately and handed to them. And I get it. When it comes to TV shows, I understand that. Some people don't want to wait. But sometimes a slow burn is the best burn. And I think with this storyline, I think people by the end will be pleased with it. But they need to bide their time. They need to sit there and watch it develop. Because the more you let Miss Bliss do her thing, the more you're going to eventually enjoy it. So that's just... My opinion on that, I'll get off my soapbox and continue with the show. So after that, we had singles action as The Miz took on Dominic Mysterio with his father, Rey Mysterio at ringside. The Miz, being an utter genius, gets himself tripped up but blames Rey, gets the official to throw Rey out from the ringside. And while all the confusion's happening, Dominic's not, you know, confused on what's happening. Miz hits him with the skull crushing finale and gets the win. Quick retreat, though, before Ray's able to slide back in the ring to attack him. So Miz playing mind games with the Mysterios and getting the job done. It's pretty good. So I would assume that this probably isn't over yet between these between the Mysterios and Miz. So it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward. After that, we had ourselves another edition of the Kevin Owens show. With his guest, his best friend, Seth freaking Rollins. Rollins talking about how if it wasn't for Roman cheating, he would be a universal champion at this present moment. But he did have some good news. He told KO that he has been added to the Elimination Chamber match. So as of right now... We have three people in the match with Brock, obviously, Seth Rollins, and Bobby Lashley. Who would be your fourth? We moved on from that uh, show to the singles match between Kevin Owens and Austin Theory. Now, I'll be honest. I expected KO to fly through this. It didn't happen. Austin Theory, shocking the world, getting the win, qualifying for the Elimination Chamber match, and he didn't have any help to do it. He did it all on his own. So, man, getting the rub from KO, always a good thing. Puts him in the title picture, always a good thing. Maybe that'll please the boss. Maybe we'll see what happens with uh, with uh, Vince. After that, more singles action. It's Angelo Dawkins getting that hometown flavor, taking on Dolph Ziggler with Dawkins getting the big win. So back-to-back surprise victories here. Did not expect Dawkins to get a win in his hometown because the way WWE is, they normally don't let you win at home. But Dawkins gets the win. We then get our weekly Veer hype 
The man's still coming to Raw. <laughs> Apparently, he was on main event tonight, um, the pre-caping before the show, because most of Twitter was all excited because Veerhead showed up. Whether or not he makes his appearance on Raw will be seen. We'll see. So we get through a few segments when it talks about the scooter race. But about, I would say, maybe a couple hours into the show, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Lap 50. Both Riddle and Gable coming outside, going through the ramp, coming down, and then all of a sudden, Gable falls off of his scooter, grabbing onto his leg. Riddle's like, oh, this is great. I got this. So it's going around the ring, heading towards the line. And what happens? Otis, out of nowhere. And this is a surprise for a big man. <laughs> Comes flying at the camera view and takes out Riddle before he can cross the finish line, allowing Gable to recover enough to get around the ring, do a victory lap around a fallen Riddle, and then cross the finish line to tie it up at 1-1. And then next week, we'll have our third and final match. And that will be a quiz bowl. I have no idea what that is. We'll find out what that is next week on Sci-Fi. Because for those of you who might live under a bit of a rock, which is understandable, I can get it. I can understand it, especially in these times. The Olympics are starting this Thursday. So naturally, a lot of stations, a lot of programming, going to be on hold for a while naturally usa is one of the biggest ones to have olympic coverage so they are apparently moving everybody over to sci-fi when it comes to wrestling which is fine so i guess for the next few weeks raw will be probably on sci-fi instead of usa network which is fine i have sci-fi so i'll still be able to live tweet still be able to podcast still be able to keep going and doing everything good the Olympics, though, will be a lot of fun. I'm very excited to start watching those as well. Um, always love to see nations around the world competing. It's always a fun time, especially when it's like late night curling at like 3 a.m. for no ungodly reason. So, <laughs> But I digress. Getting away from the Olympics and from moving over to sci-fi, after the debacle of the end of the scooter race, Riddle challenges Gable to a match. Gable agrees... But he says that instead of facing him, he'll face Otis instead. Before the match can start, Adam Pierce comes back out and states that this match will now be for the final Elimination Chamber match spot. So obviously we still have the Ring Mysterio AJ Styles match as the main event, but this will fill that final spot. Fantastic match. Otis essentially trucked over Riddle for the majority of this match. Until the very end when Riddle started getting some momentum. Ends up pinning Otis, qualifying for the Elimination Chamber match. Now, there were reports that came out today that apparently before the last second change, Riddle was supposed to be the original winner of the Royal Rumble. Now, naturally, if that was the case, then I'm telling you, he would have eliminated Randy. And I would have had the best, the best laugh at my buddy Sam over at Know the Ropes because I had been teasing him for weeks now that this was what was going to happen. And to hear that now that Riddle was supposed to be the final winner before they changed it to Brock, 
just eats at me alive. It eats at me. It eats at my soul. I needed to see Riddle double cross Randy and throw him out, out over the ring to win the Rumble. I needed to see it. But damn it. We didn't get it. That's all right. Still hope. Maybe next year. It's always next year. <laughs> so after that, we went over to women's action as Bianca Belair took on and defeated Carmella. Good showing by both ladies. Nice to see Carmella. St- uh, Carmella still wearing that ridiculous mask. And it's nice to see Bianca Belair keeping her momentum alive and kicking. We then moved on to the main event. Was that last spot, like I mentioned, that a main event for the final spot in the Elimination Chamber match? AJ Styles, Rey Mysterio. Fantastic match. Back and forth the whole time. And just when Ray thought he was going to get it done, AJ Styles with a ridiculous reversal into a Styles clash to get the victory and to qualify for the Elimination Chamber. So our entire lineup is set. And I'm proud of WWE for doing this because normally they draw this stuff out and then you have no idea how long this is going to take to build. Now, we all know the six competitors. You got two weeks to build this before we go into the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view or premium live event. After that, we had Ronda come out to make her decision on who she would challenge at WrestleMania. Came out kind of weird her options said that rebecca was always going to be her undercard and she wanted to beat charlotte to prove a point this obviously drew the ire of the raw women's champion becky lynch ladies exchanged a few words ronda did a judo takeover told becky that she'll find out her actual answer on friday after she visits smackdown ronda leaves i'm looking at my clock and thinking to myself well we got five minutes left what the hell else are they gonna do not going to have just Becky talking in the ring for five minutes, will they? And then all of a sudden, a familiar sound from the Attitude Era came. Lita herself. Not just a one-time deal at the Rumble. Oh, no, no. She's here. Comes down to the ring. She wants herself some of Becky Lynch as well. Comes out, talks about how great of a champion Becky is, how she doesn't back down from a challenge. And basically says that she wants a shot at the World Women's Championship at Elimination Chamber. Becky uh, uh, originally refutes this. Says, no, 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 no. no you're not going to have a match. It's, it's just crazy. And then Lita's like, well, you said, you know, you're a fighting champion. And, you know, come on. You know, what are you doing? Are you, are you gonna, you're going to cower at my, my, you know, my question that, to see if I can take the title from you and. Becky's like, fine, you want it? Fine, you got your match. Here we go. It's been a long time since Lita's challenged for a women's championship. But lo and behold, we have ourselves a title match at the Elimination Chamber from Saudi Arabia. Becky Lynch taking on Lita. Should be good. I'm excited to see how this goes. This match should be interesting. I haven't really seen Lita in the ring often, obviously, besides the Rumble. So I'm sure that her and Becky are still going to have a really good match. So. That's it for the show, guys. Another successful Raw review done. A good Raw tonight on that road to WrestleMania for that pit stop at the Elimination Chamber, which also should be a fun ma- a fun pay-per-view or premium live event. I have to get used to saying that. <laughs> guys, if you don't already, please follow us on Twitter, at Above the Ring. 
You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on uh, YouTube as well as Above the Ring. You can find us on basically every podcasting platform that is out there, especially Good Pods. We've just added ourselves to that, and we're trying to get that number one spot on the wrestling podcast list that they have. So please like us, subscribe, listen, rate us, give us those five stars, tell us how good we are, or tell us how terrible we are. You know, we, we, we want honest feedback from you guys. But you can find ourselves pretty much everywhere. If you are listening on a podcast platform that we're not a part of, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it, that we can do all your one-stop shopping for all your podcast needs and add a little bedlam to your day from above the ring. As always, guys, thank you so much. We always truly appreciate you guys. You guys are the best. We are we are crawling our way to 7,000 followers on Twitter, and we appreciate you. We're also trying to work on those Facebook and Instagram numbers. Go and give us a follow. We try to make posts as often as we can, especially when these podcasts come out. That way you guys can take a look and enjoy all the bedlam that you can handle. <laughs> so, guys, thank you again. We truly appreciate you. Most importantly, though, please... Do not forget to ship it and join the Bedlam. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.